Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. Today, I want to talk a little bit about ways you can be proactive in keeping moving your career on its trajectory or moving forward, moving up the ladder, moving wherever it is that you envision that you want to be going. There are a lot of different things that we can do on a regular basis to keep things moving, to be the person in control of where it is that we want to go. Obviously, there's always a lot of different things that come into play when you're progressing on your career track. There's all kinds of random opportunities that come up along the way. There are people that come and go in our professional lives that are helpful or not helpful, all of those different things. But there's always little things that we can be doing because really at the end of the day, we're in control of what's going on. Obviously, we can't go into our boss's office and say, hey, I want a promotion and it's going to happen. But as long as you are staying in tune with where it is you're going, what you're doing, what you want to be doing, and being the person that's really steering that ship, it makes a huge difference in just kind of being a passenger on your career. There's lots of folks that are happy to be the passenger in their career and just kind of go where fate takes them. If that's the way you want to operate, totally fine. That's up to you. And that's how you feel about your career. But if you are feeling like you want to be the driver in where you end up, there are a lot of different things that you can be doing to make sure that you position yourself in such a way so that you can be successful for the things that you want. Perhaps it'll shorten some timelines. Perhaps it will remove some red tape or complications. Perhaps it'll just get you at the right place at the right time. So those are some of the things that I want to talk to you about today are a few things that you can be thinking about with respect to being proactive. The first one is to be setting regular meetings with your supervisor. Whoever it is that is in charge of doing your annual performance review and submitting you for promotions, raises, awards, accolades, whatever it may be, you want to make sure that you are on their mind on a regular basis. You want to make sure that you are checking in with them. Depending on where you work, if you work in the same office as them or you see them in meetings, perhaps you're a contractor and you almost never see them. There are a lot of different arrangements for companies and organizations now where you may or may not get FaceTime with that person that's responsible for submitting you for your next steps or promotion or raises and all of those things. And you want to make sure that they know what you are doing as often as possible. They see, they hear, they're aware of all of the great things that you do on a day-to-day basis. So one of the ways that you can do that is to set a meeting with them, request that you meet with them monthly or quarterly, at least a couple of times a year, you want to be checking in with them. I would say if you're not meeting with that supervisor once every three months, you are not going to really have a good relationship with them enough so that you can make sure that they are aware of what it is that you're contributing to the organization, to the firm, to the to the project, whatever it may be. Monthly could be too frequently. 
If you are in a situation where they're super, super busy and they're just unavailable, maybe every other month. But again, at a minimum, I would try to meet with them quarterly just so that you can check in. We don't have to sit down with them for two hours and have lunch. It can be a 15-minute check-in. Hey, just wanted to let you know I'm still here. Things are going well. This is what I've been working on. Here's a few highlights. It can be just a bulletized list of the things that you've been knocking out of the park, some great things, any challenges, any concerns, any questions that you have. When you're talking to this person, the other thing you want to be very sure to ask is, do they have any feedback? Are they hearing anything? Do they have any concerns? Do they have any suggestions for things you should be working on? Could they provide you some input? They don't have to have it on the spot. You can handle this two different ways. One, you could send them an agenda for your call prior to your call and say, hey, these are the things I'm going to brief you on. These are the things that I, I was hoping to ask you about. If you have time to prepare them beforehand, great. If not, we can talk about them further, and then maybe we have them prepared for the next call. So you're giving them a couple of options. Obviously, you don't want to be tasking your boss, but at the same time, letting them know exactly what it is that you're looking for out of this phone call is helpful to them. And that way they can come prepared to the meeting and say, hey, I was talking to your coworker or another person who worked on a project with you or whoever it is. And they said that you did an awesome job on ABC, but could really use some extra training in this area. So perhaps you should look at our internal training board and see if there's something you can take along those lines. Any of those types of things. If you are tracking for a promotion and there are certain requirements, certain milestones that you need to be hitting, those are always great things to ask your supervisor. Find out what they are as far in advance as possible so that you can be working towards those things. And then when you're checking in with them throughout the year, let them know, hey, I'm tracking towards this. This is what I've done towards this goal here. This is where I'm at. Does this seem like I'm tracking on the same pace that you're thinking? Is there any way that I should adjust or pivot or improve? It should be a back and forth dialogue about, hey, these are the things I'm doing. This is where I want to be going. Am I on track? Could you provide me some feedback? There are a lot of supervisors out there that unless they're really pushed to give feedback, have very little to say. They're very busy. They've got lots of other things. Not everybody is a bang up manager. They're just not amazing. And not everybody is meant to be a manager. There are a lot of organizations that require people to do so much time as a manager to make it to the next step. So sometimes we really have to make sure that we're focusing in on being the driver of what information we need to have. So on the next steps, I mentioned there if there's something that you need to get training in. This is another area that you can be really proactive in. Looking around internally and externally, figuring out what types of trainings you need to be taking, what kinds of skills you need to be honing or taking to the next level or updating or adding to your skill set so that you can make yourself further marketable within your organization or even externally if you look to make a change. You want to make sure that if there are new technologies in your field or new advancements that you could get up to date or savvy on, you are keeping that going, keeping that moving forward. You don't want to wait for your boss to come to you and say, hey, we've got this new stuff going on. You've been using the old software. What are we doing here? Are you going to get with the program? Are you going to come up to date? What's happening here? You want to be on the leading edge of a lot of those types of things. Technology, particularly in this last year, has been such a 
integral piece of all of the ways that we're working, obviously with video conferencing and all those different things, but we've really leveraged technology quite a bit. There's been so many leaps and bounds over the last 10 years in a variety of different uh, programs and softwares that we use on a day-to-day -day basis in offices. So you want to make sure that you are at least proficient in all of those things. I talk to a lot of folks that have been working 20, 30, 40 years and, and they shy away from a lot of the technology just because it's, it's not something that we had 20, 30 years ago and it's uncomfortable and it's time consuming and it's frustrating. But again, these are some of the things that can really help set you apart because if you're that person that's embracing these updates and changes, that will set you apart in a good way. The last thing is finding a mentor or a coach that you can work with. It doesn't have to necessarily be a paid coach. It can be a, a free mentor, somebody that you know in your office, somebody that you trust, somebody that you admire, somebody that you look up to, someone that perhaps was in your path a couple steps ago. Maybe they're a step ahead of you or two or three steps ahead of you. Somebody that you can really kind of bounce ideas around off of, get ideas for different trainings that they're seeing around the area that are that are important for you to take. They're seeing how you're interacting with coworkers or colleagues. They're observing things that are going on in your career and they could provide some guidance to you about pitfalls or things to avoid, things they've seen that worked and didn't work. Leaning on other people that you trust is such a valuable tool, and I always encourage having at least one or two mentors. I like the idea of having two and trying to diversify them, try to have them in different areas. Maybe you have one that's really heavy in the function of your career, and then maybe one that's more in tuned with the politics or the overarching of the office that can bring different perspectives. Because when you go and you talk to a couple of different people that you trust, you're obviously always going to get more than one perspective. And then you can pull those together and kind of figure out what makes sense for you. Play them off one another and figure out what is the best approach for you. Coaches are always a great option. Obviously, that's my field. I'm always here to help you if you have any questions. Feel free to always reach out to me, kelly at kellyfeatheringham.com. Hit me up on any of the social medias. If coaching is something that you're interested in, I can't obviously say enough about what an improvement I saw in my career and my approach to my career once I was working with a coach. Again, very personal decision coach or no coach, definitely get a mentor. Find a friend at work, find somebody that you can talk to and you can bounce ideas around. Stay moving forward in those careers. Be looking out for any opportunity to set yourself apart. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.